daylight, start a blank and those handcuffs click. You know who to call and you better call quick. Saul, Saul, you better call Saul. He'll fight for your rights when your back's to the wall. Stick it to the man, justice for all. You better call Saul. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Breaking Goodman, a Better Call Saul podcast. This one covering season six, episode nine. Just a couple more left. What is it? Four more? Four more. uh, That's what it said in the commercial. Four four. episodes left. (laughs) Only four more episodes uh, of Better Call Saul. This one titled Fun and Games. I'm the host, Mike Marbach. Today, I'm joined by Samantha Russell. Hello. Michael Henley. I just want to go on record saying this game was no fun. (laughs) No, it wasn't. That's your first impression. And Brian Craig. What is up? Yes. Fantastic. (laughs) Uh, So usually like to do a check-in, let people know if they enjoy the podcast, go to iTunes, rate and review us, uh, send us an email, let us know what's going on. Uh, We did get one email from someone who really enjoyed uh, the episode. And (laughs) I will stall as I bring it up because I just remembered. Uh, But we also got one from, I think it was uh, Jonathan, uh, who has emailed multiple times over the course of our course of our run. Uh, and merch. really enjoyed the, uh, this week's episode. Excellent. Um, yeah. Very nice. This uh, one right now or the last one? The, the one the, we just, of our podcast, our <laughs> podcast episode, not the TV show episode. Yes. Really? He hated oh. the episode of the TV show. No. <laughs> <laughs> he hates the show. He only <laughs> listens for us. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, we have hecklers then. That'd be cool. Oh, that kind of Wait, fun. would it be cool? I'm not sure. Wait, no, I don't not. know. Probably Wait. not. I don't want to. No. <laughs> no. No. I'm no, a very sensitive I... person. I can't, <laughs> I don't take criticism well. <laughs> I, I heckle myself enough. <laughs> uh, on other podcasts that we do, we there was one that we did for Killing Eve, uh, Eavesdropping, the Killing Eve podcast. If you enjoyed the show, go check that out. Uh, and there were multiple hecklers via reviews oh um oh like there was one person that just kept listening and updating their negative review <laughs> what oh, that's oh like one of those stream of consciousness <laughs> wow. nonsense yeah it's like why do you keep listening if you do not like this podcast yeah yeah well, it's very easy to not listen to it <laughs> they're just a completist yeah. oh, oh i <laughs> okay. totally understand yeah mm. Uh, but if you are listening and you do enjoy Breaking Goodman, a Better Call Saul podcast, go to iTunes, rate and review, and we are going to be giving away a Better Call Saul related item of your choice. Uh, all you do is just send us a link, 25 bucks or less, and we send it right to you. Uh, we did that for the first part of the series, and uh, that person is now enjoying a nice Better Call Saul shirt. So nice. that can be you. Yeah, get that and review, and if you don't want Jonathan to win... Get that <laughs> and it also feels like we're doing almost what um, the series is doing while we're breaking it up. So there's two awards. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we can uh, qualify for a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of heart attacks, this is the episode. This is the episode where uh, he had where um, uh, Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk. There's the name. Oh. Uh, had okay. His heart attack. Okay. I hear, yeah, I, I keep hearing mixed things on that because that's what I heard originally. And then I heard people saying, no, it was actually the scene towards the beginning of the episode last week. So I'm confused on this. Um, but I I, 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 I believe you. You're, you're, you're the authority stamp I needed, Mike. God, I hope it wasn't <laughs> while he was tied to a judge. Gotcha. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the ground. God, please, yeah, somebody. I mean, like, Bob is really selling this well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, Bob, we need a little less on this. Yeah, <laughs> even a little mm. too much. Uh, but yeah, that's the that's the word. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, again, I it, it very well could have been the the one before. If there's, I didn't. I only saw one mm-hmm. um, notice of it, uh, and that was for for this this week's okay. episode. Uh, so let's hear some first impressions, Brian. Guys, I love always this. always good for one. I love this episode. It was like watching three short drama films three dramatic short films yeah. um, i loved it it was great great samantha i i liked the episode i didn't love it the end part with kim and jimmy i 
I felt like something was missing and I am a little disappointed in the way things went out there. Um, and I guess I'll, I'll get into that more later. So I wasn't in love with the episode, but I liked more the first parts. I liked the Mike part and the, and the Gus part. Mm. Yeah. Brian's in love. Sam is in like. Uh, Michael, <laughs> where do you stand? I am somewhere between like and love. I, um, I feel... Well, all I can really feel is just kind of sadness, if only because like this clearly is the end of an era here. And in many ways, this episode is really the finale. I know not literally, but in a lot of ways, what we're about to see, I can only assume, is kind of a little bit of an epilogue, basically. This is kind of closing down the shop, I think, in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. um, and I was really, uh, you know, I, and, and I loved the pace of it because it's very relaxed isn't the right word but it's very um precise and it takes its time um and i think that is such a great way for this show to quote unquote go out even though it's not really going out basically but you know um i'll be very curious to see what they do next i i can't make up my mind about the kim scene and i feel like that's such the linchpin of this episode that i'm still debating so maybe over the course of this hour i will figure out how i feel about it <laughs> Uh, I I can get behind each of those. Uh, I can identify pretty <laughs> perfectly with uh, with each one. I, I'm not sure how I feel. I'm not in love. I'm not in like. Uh, I enjoyed the episode. I thought the performances were very good. I think it was nice to see an end uh, to Kim and Jimmy. Uh, I mean, it remains to be seen what may happen next week. Uh, but I do think that, you know, in the song that is better call Saul and breaking bad we're now at the the bridge mm -hmm. that kind of connects the connects the two yeah. uh starting with uh the end of this this episode but yeah overall i enjoyed it and definitely need to talk a little bit more about the uh breakup uh so let's start at the top so we have our perfect day montage mm -hmm. with uh people kind of uh, basically checking in with everybody after what's just happened. It's the the aftermath. Uh, this is next day-ish, right? Yeah. The very next day. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're seeing the raising of the Saul Goodman and Associates sign uh, with Jimmy and Francesca looking on uh, and the clients entering. Uh, Kim dealing with the client talks to the, what's that guy's name? Bill? Uh, yeah, I, I can't, think so. I can't remember. I the just DA. wrote down ADA. Yeah. ADA, yeah. ADA bill. <laughs> about the about one of the cases. Um, you have the cleanup crew going through Howard's murder in the apartment and doing the whole uh spot. Uh what's it, Sir Pro? <laughs> you know, like it never happened. Um, <laughs> Mike gets his hands dirty, you know, it's which is surprising sometimes. I mean, you see him do that in Breaking Bad, but earlier on in this, um him really like just involved in things literally digging around for bullets and shit yeah. but he knows mm -hmm. if he doesn't do it somebody's gonna fuck it up mm -hmm. yeah. you know yeah. he's one yeah. of those yeah. kind of guys he can only trust himself yeah if you want it done right <laughs> you gotta do it yourself uh we see a couple of cool transitions within this too yeah um one in particular that stands out to me is when they're kind of scrubbing the blood yeah which reminds mm -hmm. me of um of course deadwood canned peaches yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. around to that now that's how you scrub a fucking blood stain. <laughs> uh, and then it transitions into uh, Jimmy eating. Uh, yeah, some, what was he eating? Well, yeah. Or, well, it might have uh, been salsa, though. It looked more like a tortilla, like a flour mm. tortilla type thing, because it was a, some sort of red sauce. So maybe it was like a red chili, which is big in Albuquerque. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not as big as a green chili, but it's certainly big. No, definitely <laughs> is, not as is, big as the uh, new curly fries. Yeah. Mike, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the final scene of Deadwood actually um, the, the the scrubbing the blood off the floor? To, like, like it happens several times in the show, but isn't that like the last scene of the show? I want to say, I think it is. Uh, possibly. Uh, it yeah. also could be like uh, every single episode. There's a scrubbing of the blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's also true. It's also yeah, true. But yeah, but uh, yeah, there's definitely you know. many scrubbings of the blood. But from um, one great show to another, I was just thinking. Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah, speaking particularly you know? about when he gets Jewel uh, to clean it up, and then yes, he yes. just kind of gets bored and you know scrubs you it see? up. That's if you, if you want it done right, right, you got to do it yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, the blood transition was uh, pretty cool. 
we see them taking down the post-it notes, so they're pretty thorough. Yeah. They're kind of yep. t- literally turning everything over, looking for shit. And there was a cool uh, transition, too, where Kim was, like, showing a crime scene photo, and then, oh, like, right. Mike was looking at the photo of the apartment to make mm-hmm. sure it was kind of back. Oh, so place. good. Yeah. Yep. Uh, cleaning the furniture, patching the wall, um, stocking the new fridge. Got a new fridge out of the deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the what neck brace. Of- I was trying to remember the... The bullet, I think, might have... No. I thought he was facing the other way. And the bullet was in the couch. Yeah, the bullet was in the couch. Ca- Wait. Maybe they just took the blood, all, uh, the whole section, so there was no blood in the wall. Wait, I have to rewatch that killing episode one more time. Which direction did Lalo come from? Behind? The, the, from the kitchen or from the bedroom? From the bedroom area. Oh. No. Yes, he did. That's <laughs> where the front door is. Well, he didn't come in through the front door. Yes, he, he was did. already in the he was already in the apartment. Anyway, this is a discussion for several uh, episodes <laughs> ago. <laughs> yeah, no better time. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we're got the neck brace on the bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. He's searching through his treasure trove of, uh, of braces, finds one for this big dude. Um, Mike finds a blood smudge, has to scrub another fucking blood stain. Overhead yeah. shot of Kim and the client. Some cool, really cool shots throughout yeah. this throughout this episode. Um, there was the overhead shot with them kind of looking down. There was the shot of Mike at the trash can, kind of like through the through the flames. There was one from the pool. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, looking up at up at Gus, which we've seen before. I think that particular shot. Yeah, yeah. that shot's a callback. And we'll get to it. Yeah. Uh, where else we at? Uh, yeah, takes a look around. Jimmy, uh, Kim heads home. Jimmy is right behind her. They kind of take a look around, and they're just like, "Wow, never happened." <laughs> Easy peasy. We could just move on with our lives now. Nothing has to change. <laughs> Not a uh, single thing. Yeah, and then you get Mike burning that evidence. Wait, 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 wait. That. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Go ahead. Well, he also goes into the bedroom and starts packing luggage yeah, 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 immediately yeah. when they get home, going, we yeah. can't it stay here tonight. E- definitely yeah. wasn't easy peasy. It was, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, well, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, it, did. it didn't not happen <laughs> to them. It ha- definitely felt like it happened, and they needed to just get out of there for a minute. Yeah. Uh, then you have both Jimmy and Kim just kind of in a daze. Yeah. More like kids than Jimmy. I feel like yeah. this whole episode, she's very quiet mm-hmm. up until uh, the Cheryl conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then he's just like, you know, one day we'll wake up, we'll brush our teeth, we'll pack our lunch, we'll go to work, and we'll realize we hadn't even thought about how that guy was murdered in our apartment in yeah. front of us and we were held hostage. And this was also a very reminiscent uh, sort of quote from Stacy when she was talking about Maddie, where she said, one morning I woke up and I made breakfast Mm. and I realized I didn't think of him at all. And I realized I could forget him. And she was really upset. And then he's saying, well, that moment we'll know we can forget. So it's kind of the opposite feeling of that, where he's looking forward to that and she wasn't Stacy. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cute. Mm-hmm. Well, cute, but yeah, yeah, it was nice. Nice little bookend moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we go to Gus next, but is there anything on what's happened so far? Anything more you want to go through? No. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Good. Uh, it was so a very productive Gus. day. No, I do. I, <laughs> I, they had very busy days. Like that was all one day. They were all wearing this. They were wearing yeah. the same. Yeah. That was a very productive day for both of them. Yeah. Uh, that was a lot of court. There's a lot of different trials and yeah. things she was at. Was, so I was like, wow, it, is that really how court works? It was also very back productive back. In, a, in a way that had nothing to do with the whole, like it wasn't them trying to keep themselves busy. They already had a sig- yeah. <laughs> an yeah. especially yeah. busy day planned the next day for both of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. So we... Go to Gus, arriving at Don Alario's, yes. and the Salamancas are confronting him about Lalo and the Super Lab, uh, and 
letter from Hector. The famous was, Chicken Man memo. <laughs> the Chicken Man memo. Chicken Man Accords. Uh, <clears throat> which was dictated to the twins by Hector. Letter for letter. letter. For letter. Like, my God. Yeah. I mean, you know, he didn't choose all small words just to kind of get it out. It was very eloquently written. Deliberate, yeah. Yeah. And Has this... he used a, a Ouija board at all? Like, would that be easier? Does he have the mobility to do that? I don't, I don't know. I don't know that he has the mobility. I don't know if he has. Yeah, he might just be able to move his hand just a little. So I don't know if he'd be uh -huh. actually able to move it across the board. Yeah. I'm just thinking of ways mm. that could have been a little bit more efficient <laughs> than ding, 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 ding. Although I do love that. I wish we would have seen just a little bit of that because that was one of my favorite scenes when uh, Lalo was doing that with uh, with him over the over the phone. And he was like, A, B, C. Yeah. Ding, ding, and, ding, and they did that in Breaking Bad too, but I think he like mm. spelled out yeah. fuck you like, <laughs> or fuck the DEA. Oh, yeah, with the, uh, yep. <laughs> yeah that was good yeah so he is reading that off uh and gus of course denies everything and the evidence is in his favor he yeah. had no response uh, he yeah. didn't just deny oh, yeah. it he said I, do, you have, do you have something to say for yourself no i don't and also like because i was thinking this is also a little reminiscent of howard where like he's right but he sounds like a crazy person <laughs> right but also lalo painted himself a little bit into a corner by faking his own death and having that guy who had his teeth, yeah. his dental records so that just made the whole thing worse yeah that wasn't even gus like gus did the other stuff where he put like the you know peruvian receipts in the mm. thing and got nacho to say what he did but you know like lalo didn't do himself any favors in this situation no like what was stopping him from just being like, hey, I'm alive, but here's the deal. Right. He's got a super lab. So yes. what do you say? Yeah. Rather than that's, Gus coming down point. here, we yeah. all take a little bus up. Yeah, it's a shame that Lala was waiting to have that full proof. Like he was like, I'm gonna wait to do my big reveal. Yeah. And pull, pull <laughs> yeah. away the curtain, and here's the all the proof that everyone needed. So yeah. I'm gonna stay undercover until then. He really yeah, shot yeah. himself in the foot. He wanted that gotcha. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. As Brian said, he doesn't. He, he doesn't even just deny it. He's just like, no, I'm not going to dignify this with an answer. <laughs> yeah. Idiots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, the evidence is in his favor. Lalo was too well prepared and um, wanted that gotcha. Uh, and then they, he's just like, all right, thanks, Hector. Thanks, Don Hector. And they cart yeah. him off. And he's dinging, yeah, dinging all the way off. <laughs> yes, he, ding, he does. Ding, 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 the whole time. Uh, and Donnie, Donald Audio, what does he say? Oh, I would I would invite you to stay, but I don't want to have to, I don't want my breakfast ruined by, you know, the yeah. dinging, ding, ding, ding. Yeah. yeah. He was doing the face and everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm rude. <laughs> Quite rude, Donald Audio. <laughs> Greasy pimp. Uh, and then he pulls Gus aside and he's like, hey, I just want to let you know, I I see the hate in your eyes. You hate my guts. <laughs> I see in your eyes that you want me dead, more or less, um, which is fine. But just remember who who's boss. And let's keep things cool. Um, yeah, a little hate is fine. Not too much. Remember who the boss is. And then we get that pool shot yeah. from under the water up at, yeah. up at Gus. Um, remembering his partner, his original partner. Dying right mm -hmm. there. Dying there, yeah, from Breaking Bad. That, yeah, which wasn't. I'm trying to remember because I did just rewatch that. They went to it was Gus and his partner uh, who went to Don Eladio and the family uh, with the idea of doing. Uh, like he, he was like a chemist, right? He, he yeah, he was, chemist, he, he was the one who was he was cooking chemist, it. Yeah. yeah, he was cooking yeah. the meth. Uh, and then they shot him. Yeah, <laughs> super helpful. I think it was it was Hector, right? I believe so. Yeah. I yes. I have to go back and watch. But yeah. that sounds right. Pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. because I think yes. that's why he had. So, he was like always so. Against, that was the vendetta. Mm -hmm. mm. That's, yeah. the, that's the blood vendetta. for blood. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
there's a pretty uh, chill perspective to be as a boss be like look i know all my employees hate me i'm the boss that's what bosses do just you know keep it in check guys yeah i'll tolerate a little bit of hate because i understand self-aware yeah i feel like a nice. lot of bosses it's... feel like that anyway right yeah I mean, but they don't they know, know they we acknowledge hate them. it oh or they or they're not okay with it hmm. they hate that you hate them hmm. i don't know I feel like uh, my employer like is like, oh yeah, I know oh, everybody. They don't... I know everybody hates me. I don't care. Oh, not caring <laughs> is different than than tolerating it. I think. Uh, yeah, I think it might be a little easier for Don Eladio because he would kill any of them. Sure. Yeah. yeah, the yeah power I mean, I mean, that's a wrinkle. Yes, yeah. it's a little different than my work. Yeah. He he knows that he I has hope so. the <laughs> he has the like, fear on his on his side, so he's yeah. like, I'm okay with them hating me. Because mm-hmm. they they're not gonna do shit about it because I'll fucking kill them. Uh, whereas a normal boss at like a Best Buy or something, well, maybe a little different. Maybe. Uh, so we go to Gus back home. Yeah. Uh, meets with Mike. And thro- uh, well, he throws open the windows and he's just like, "What a day!" Like seems <laughs> yeah. like a it's weight a has been. Yeah, seems <laughs> <laughs> like he had a little jump in his step. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that really was the last hurdle for him, that yeah. Mexico trip. Because he didn't know how it was gonna come out in yeah. the wash. And you he know, could not yeah. be coming back at all. Which is kind of yeah, what Mike said. You may, you know, if you came back at all, here's <laughs> your medicine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gus in this episode is almost as if he's retired and unsure yeah. what to do with himself. Yeah. 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 It really uh, is it, a short film. Like it just a, <laughs> yeah. a perfectly combat compact little story. It stands on its own. Even if, like, you didn't have any context about this, if you come in, like, you shave off some of the, you know, stuff that's, you know, ex- extemporaneous in the expository, not extemporaneous. Um, <laughs> but like this, in the, the scene that's about to happen, like, it can just live on its own. It's, it's so precise. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, he meets with uh, Mike. He wants to know about the lawyers. It's it's done. Uh, yeah, as Sam said, we got the pills from the doc in the event you actually made it back alive. Um, the cops believe that he walked into the ocean and killed himself, but without a body, they can't close the file. Uh, and Gus immediately is like, so when do we start building again? Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. Come we on. Re- restart construction. Um, it's going to take a little time. I got to find the guys. Okay, start today. Start today. Yeah. yeah. No rest for Mike. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then he goes out for a drink. Yeah, a little celebratory, uh, little celebratory a cocktail. Little wine. Yeah, wine and not. Oh. Why not? Yeah, because <laughs> uh, after a drink, uh, they have the this guy David. What's David's deal? There's a little uh, something between these two, right? Yeah, yeah. There's certainly a longing. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed seeing. Mm-hmm. Gus yeah. be like a human being, like kind of flirting with this guy. And I was like, oh, this is cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And even more than that, I loved the show, the creators of the show giving us mm-hmm. this scene and allowing yeah. us yeah. to see to see yes. that kind of moments. Uh, because it's not a scene that you would see in a lot of a lot of shows. Yeah. It's incredibly Especially human. What's just happened. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's yeah. incredibly human and patient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just sitting there talking about wine. He's talking about fucking his getting lost in Europe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it has nothing, nothing at all. It doesn't further really anything story like plot wise, story wise, breaking bad, better call Saul, any of it. Um, it just kind of shows us as Brian said, like a human moment. And Gus, yeah. after what he just did, just kind of there, what do I do with myself? Yeah. It trusts that you find these people interesting as characters. Mm-hmm. Which is a which would which, which I I really really appreciate. Yeah, yeah, definitely respect for the viewers of the of the show yeah. to mm-hmm. include a scene like this. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, David asks him, "What do you think? What was it the Dressier and Vaughn?" And Gus is basically like, "It stinks." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David gets him the good stuff, tells him a cowboy story about you know how the bottle was left and. Like yeah. yeah, he tried to impress a, a lady by opening a very expensive bottle of wine and then uh, didn't like it. <laughs> and then ordered a rum and diet coke. Rum and diet coke. 
<laughs> so they just he didn't why wouldn't he take the bottle because well they let you taste wine before you oh i see so they'll they'll open it they give you just a little sip because he kind of did that with uh gus like he gave him just kind of a taste and then you sip it and then you go okay yeah i want this keep the bottle here yeah. But I guess also this this seems also impressive for the cowboy figure to just go, nah, I don't even like this. No, no, back. It's, it's not to my liking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. Like in a way, yeah. that's also kind of a bold move for him to try to impress that lady. So good for him. But yeah, yeah so they open the bottle and now it's open. So it's just going to, you know, get oxygen in there. So they got to mm. drink it and somebody's got to appreciate it. Yeah. Uh you two would understand the fact that I don't know much about alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had that one show last year where I bought a case of non-alcoholic. <laughs> That's still uh, very funny. That was yeah. so funny. I feel like I know more about like astrophysics than I do about wine. <laughs> I don't know shit about wine. Um, yeah. So he gets him the good stuff, talks about the cowboy story. He asks him how he likes the the good stuff, and Gussie likey. <laughs> he like yeah. gives this look like okay. <laughs> Riveted. He was riveted. He remarkable. 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 Yeah. And then, and then he we... also um, like the David was talking about where this wine came from, which was the story where he got lost in Europe, mm -hmm. and saying like, oh, there's it's got like this bloody flavor because there's so much iron oxide in the soil. Yeah. And I feel like at the end, when Gus sips it, you see him tasting blood and realizing like what's happening. Mm -hmm. And that was like, mm, oh, so I love that. That's I loved it. I loved yeah. it so much. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he talks about getting the 1978 Cote Roti, something like that. Um, butchering that pronunciation. I am positive. Um, but it was a bottle that David had recommended uh, mm -hmm. that he, that he mm -hmm. talked about. He's like, hey, just so you know, I got it. And David's like, okay, I want some. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because he was like, I'm using this for a special occasion. And then David's like, well, I'd like <laughs> to know about that special occasion when that happens, which is yeah. so adorable. He goes to get something. Um, and then Gus, is, Gus uses that moment uh, after uh, he kind of, like you said, starts tasting that that blood from the soil and uses the moment to excuse himself and leaves a lot of money. What lo lot. looked like a lot of money. Yeah. That looked like $200 for the wine and a hundred dollar tip. Yeah. Very generous. Very or a very expensive sip of wine. Because <laughs> yeah. it didn't even look like a full glass. I think he yeah. just had the tasting and yeah. then he had the other wine, which he only had a sip or two of. I don't know. But then my takeaway was watching Brett, the bartender, accept the cash without a second thought. Like, okay, that would, yeah. All right, that's the appropriate amount of money for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what's David's job there? Some sommelier, I believe, is probably. A, I mean, talks like one. The guy who knows assume. everything about a wine. Yeah. That's like the only thing I know about wine is the name of someone who knows a lot about wine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all you, you need go. to do. You that's, just need to find that job. person, and then they guide you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. Anything more on Gus? Because that's about it for him. No. So Great scene. So, well, yeah. So yeah, you mentioned the, the realization of the blood, but I think I the way I took the, my takeaway from that last scene where his his face changed, was that he was realizing or, or reminding himself, oh, right, I can't be vulnerable. I can't open myself up to anyone ever again. I have to shut this down now. Yeah, I got a little yeah. bit of that for sure. Yeah. Because I think that kind of rhymes, I think, with the Mike scene that we're about to get, basically, mm -hmm. which is I feel like Mike's kind of trying to play a similar game and is not doing so well at it. Yeah. Speaking of Mike, packing his bag, stuffing it away, also restless. Uh, just like Gus, like this is like their the big operation is now kind of calmed down. Uh, so Mike is on the the come down as as well. Um, unsure what to what to do with himself and how to you know what next steps are. He had he sees that ID from 
nachos dad mm-hmm. puts stuffs it away sits there is a little more restless and then goes back throws on his shoes grabs a coat and goes and visits nachos dad and has a little discussion with him mm-hmm. another scene that could stand on its own yeah mm-hmm. you can you can take all the context out of this just throw a you know a titles at the beginning of it and some credits at the end and you got yourself a short film i love it you could uh i don't think you just said this because i was thinking about it and uh <laughs> and i wasn't listening <laughs> and i wasn't listening uh no i heard i heard what you said but i like it it sparked a, a thought like the things you could take away you could take away the dialogue in this scene mm-hmm. uh and with the context that we have, like as viewers, I think that we would get everything we need from that scene without mm-hmm. any of the dialogue, too. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Just yeah, based on their uh, their stances, their mm-hmm. yeah. yep, yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, uh, Dad's unimpressed. Yeah, Dad is unimpressed with his idea of justice, judicia. Yeah. Because he's no, right. Nothing it's ever a, changes. You know, then mm-hmm. then someone else needs to get justice for that. And then somebody else needs it just would never end. Never it's end. the blood for blood. Yeah. And Mike was basically like, he fell in with the wrong crowd. <laughs> uh, he wasn't like them. Not really. But you know, he was a good kid. So I mean it's nice for his dad to get some amount of closure on yeah. on what what this all is mm-hmm. um it seemed an is this in character for mike i think this is in character for where mike is at right now and i'll be very curious to see the next couple episodes what's in store for mike especially because we're coming to the part where we know exactly what's in store for mike but um i feel like Mike is because keep in mind the compressed time frame of these past couple episodes. And I think Mike is really feeling disrespected and also kind of in, in his own very Mike taciturn uh, way, really kind of confused about his role uh, in Gus's organization at this point. I, I, at least I think a little bit, because I don't think he, he probably doesn't, he doesn't feel like he's being listened to. Um, and he's just, for, for me he's just not sure about he, he's trying to wall off his emotions and he's getting very bad at it yeah. i also feel like uh mike saw a lot of like the parallels between his own family and nacho's sure. relationship with his That's, father absolutely. and so i yeah. feel like he is kind of doing the thing that he might want someone to do if he disappeared or something like yeah, that yeah. to give someone yeah. closure mm-hmm. yeah. and and he just had the whole thing with Howard, who was also like not in the game. So it's a little, I feel like a little more, that was a little raw there to to have somebody get lost that wasn't involved. Yeah, nobody, no closure. Yeah, and then he can't do anything about that because that would open up a whole can of worms. So at least if he yeah. talks to Nacho's dad, he might feel a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, yeah dealing with civilians in this line of work is very interesting. Yeah, and and I think he finds it very hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was this. I mentioned it's like a short film. I was kind of um, reminded of Marty, the Ernest Borgnine character, of like this whole just the whole scene was kind of like a really sad, like hey, I just want to try to make a difference in the world, but you know here I am, just a man. Like that kind of drama is what this felt like. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. We go to the memorial service. Because that's it for for Mike there. Uh, you gangsters service. and your justice. Yeah, H H M. It's a memorial service for Howard, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's a it's a who's who of the Better Call Saul lawyering universe. Everybody's mm-hmm. there. You got Cliff Main, Schweiker. It's basically it. Good old Schweiker. <laughs> I love Schweiker. I thought maybe you spotted more people that I didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> Several the photos of something. Howard. <laughs> Several photos of Howard that are apparently from um, uh, the, the actor's uh, the, the Instagram, apparently. Oh, was it really? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he always grins like a goddamn idiot. <laughs> oh, Seems about right. Uh, yeah, and Kim and Jimmy are playing their part, yeah. you know, uh, just 
acting as if they know nothing and that they're sorry that Howard has uh, left the world in such a way. Uh, Schweiker lets them know that HHM is downsizing, leaving the building, and changing their name to Bruckner Partners or something. Yeah, that's what I was like, Moland. Like, what is that, Bruckner Partners? There's a a small scene in the while they're waiting for the elevator, because first the, the trash can in that elevator, Jimmy had kicked in the All right, yeah. So the trash can. She's completely silent in this. And then she says, well, we can get through 20 minutes of anything. And I feel like around the 20 minute mark is where shit kind of went crazy for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Those 20 minutes were a very important number mm-hmm. in Lalo's uh, this is how you kill a guy discussion. 20 minutes there. Yeah. And you shoot him and you do the thing. Yeah, we can get through. So like him saying, yeah, we could get through 20 minutes of anything (laughs) felt very important. (laughs) Yeah. What a a naive thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. And they spot Cheryl up on the balcony. Uh, Cheryl there and they, yeah, we should probably go pay our respects. Or you don't. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or you leave. Mm -hmm. Uh, Send a a mass card, maybe. Uh, I don't know that that you need that. I, I think they probably felt they needed to to do that to kind of help you, keep. Yeah, I, I think like they do. Yeah, I think they needed to do it in front of all the other people. Right. It wasn't yeah. for yeah. them, and it wasn't for Cheryl. Sure. It was for, for the story, for face cover. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think it was also for them in the sense like this is us going through the motions. Of oh, right. To forget it ever happened. You know, like right. somehow trying to stand outside the story. You know, uh, in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, would, uh, and they would look guilty uh, they would look more guilty if they didn't talk to the lady. <laughs> no. slowly back out yeah uh jimmy goes in for the shake and she it was very quickly just pulled back as you know <laughs> she crossed her arms wants no part of it yeah Mm-mm, not today <laughs> mcgill uh, and yeah if there's anything you if we can do let us know she's like oh you know what there is one thing you can do i want my oh, boss boy. Ralph Shirley, brought from his home down on Drew yeah. Lane, and then I can tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten dirty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she wants to know what the cop, what she, what they told the cops. Yeah, what? Yeah, and you were the last one to see him, and he was telling me you're playing a rab- elaborate pranks on him, harassing him. Yeah, is mm-hmm. this true? Mm-hmm. I know he thought that. <laughs> I know. I know he thought that. Like. How does Jimmy deny this? Like he was throwing bowling right. balls. Bowling balls. <laughs> but and I, no I love proof, that he and I love I that I love when he was like, "All right, look, I, I, I was jealous of him. Uh, Chuck respected him, and he never respected me. So I yitzed him a bit. Yitzed him. I was yitzing him. I apologize for yitzing him. Yeah, I thought this was a good move on on Jimmy's part because the, he's not lying about anything no. here, no. Uh, and he's not denying that. There was, you know, I didn't leave here in the, world, in the best way. It's a, uh, and I yeah, was it, it's jealous a of his truth. respect for my brother, or or that he had the respect of my brother and I that I didn't. So there's there's that there. I'm sorry, Michael. Oh no, I'm sorry, but I, I, it's a decent uh, truth sandwich from Jimmy, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's speaking truthfully, and uh, he has their lies to back them up because of the work that they put in. Uh, so when she goes to Cliff, like Cliff. Come on. In all your years, did you see anything? <laughs> and she oh, had, man. well, Kim also admitted or yes. told her story about her how she saw, she late night working, saw uh, Howard snorting something at his desk. And then the next day she didn't say, and she never said anything and we, she wished she would have. He looked at me and I looked at him and yeah. we didn't <laughs> say anything. Yeah. And I never told anyone this, though I wish I had. I had. Mm-hmm. Which is just brutal. Then she, he, yeah, Cliff, have you seen anything? And then Kim saying to her, well, you knew him better than anyone. You're his wife. Like, oh my God, if, how well, freaking if, brutal. If you didn't notice that he had a drug problem, maybe then we're all wrong. You would, you would know. You would have known, <laughs> right? Cruel, cruel That's thing. so mean. So cool. So mean. You can almost picture like a, a super quick Sam Raimi-like montage of the bag falling out of the locker, the... Yeah, it's, uh, Wendy getting thrown out of the the car, like all those real quick quick cuts of things. And then just like, um, I might have seen something. You know? Yeah. 
Uh, and Jimmy, yeah, talking about jealousy and let's, Chuck's respect. Let's, 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 uh, well, this is the time for the place. What's that, mother? My mom's calling me. Yeah, and then we're at the the parking lot after they leave. They have a kiss, and Kim gets in the car and leaves. Yep. I think that was the point, now re-watching in a second time, that Kim has made her decision was that kiss. I agree. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the goodbye kiss. That's a kiss goodbye. It's a yeah. long kiss Also, they goodnight. drove separate, or did he? she just leave him there? <laughs> I, I have to assume they drove separate. Because <laughs> yeah. that should have been his first clue. Hey, now, wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah, are you leaving me she's in the parking garage she's my ride shit yeah half half goodbye kiss half sealed with a kiss and i guess other half because that's how math works uh betrayal Mm -hmm. with a with a kiss it's all in there uh kim is in court and she's got someone you know there's a motion got somebody new for for a case i'm dropping out and judge is like no you're not what are you talking about? The judge, uh, by the way. Can we take a little moment looks for familiar. The, char- the character actor corner? Do you know who that is? I, who, who I, I know. What, I don't it's know who Harry he is. Gross. Who? Harry Gross, who? who is most famous for these friends of mine, also known as Ellen. Ellen the Jenner Show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's also oh. done a million things, but his biggest role, as far as I'm concerned, was these friends of mine. Yeah. That's weird. Why did they rename rename that show? Because it was it wasn't named that for very long. No, it was the first season was These Friends of Mine, and then it changed to Ellen. Yeah. And then it was forever known as the show where Ellen came out. Yeah. The puppy episode. Mm-hmm. Leaned over the uh it was in the airport, right? That's right. Leaned over. I'm gay. Yeah. Change television forever. All right. So Judge, what was his name? Harry Gross. Harry Gross. Judge Harry Gross. Harry. Uh, A-R-Y-E. A-R-Y-E. Yeah. Harry Gross. Ari Gross. Ar- yeah. Ari Gross. Uh, <laughs> doesn't want anything to do with this motion from Kim. And she's being real cagey, real, yeah. uh, you know, no, I'm not going to tell you. I'd rather not. Bartleby the Scribner <laughs> over here. <laughs> <laughs> I would prefer not to. Yes. Yeah. What is, yeah. And she's like, I basically I can't. I'm barred from even doing this case. And then why? Because I'm not a lawyer anymore. <laughs> you know? I'm not a lawyer. If you must know. Yeah. Which I feel like so, you kind of lead with that, really. Yeah. I mean, yeah, right? Yeah. To say, yeah. Is there any sort of legality with her even kind of implying that she was a lawyer? I feel like there's like like she has to present that immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Right. She's technically. Yeah. You're right. By by sitting on that, you know, and going through the. Mo- yeah. Hmm. And yeah. She, can she huh. even file the motion? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how motions work. But I just feel like it's not something you really can withhold from a judge for that long. Like you oh. should have just said it. But I don't know. I, I'm no. I'm no lawyer. <laughs> yeah. And you can't file the motion. <laughs> yeah. And. The other person was not there. No, which is also kind of weird, but I don't know. Yeah, well, it doesn't look like she planned ahead too far. No, I guess she not. planned no, ahead no, a no. little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, I'll give her that a little bit. Enough to walk into an office or make Paige, a call to Paige Novick. Yeah, I don't know. I be a lawyer. We don't know Paige Novick, right? It's not Paige from Mesa Verde. Yeah, is Paige from Mesa Verde a lawyer? I don't know. It's Paige no, Novick, yeah, and it's know. not. ADA Novak from Law and Order. It's not. I don't think her first name was Paige. Paige. I don't know who this Paige Novak is. It's not Kim Novak. It's not Kim <laughs> Novak. No, huh. it's definitely not. No. It's hmm. not Tommy Page. Hmm. No. No. Singer from the early '90s. Who <laughs> oh. made cameo? Who made a? Who made a cameo appearance on Full House? Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know which which page this is, and it's just and very probably, interesting to throw a a full name out of a character that has never been. Uh, or maybe it? that is her name, and maybe she was a lawyer, but she wasn't the type of lawyer that Kim we, was. I'm not the type of lawyer that we would remember. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All very easily found out, but we're not going to do it. No, I will not. Not going to happen. There's only one way nope. to find out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So she's at home. 
waiting for Jimmy, having a little smoke, looking over on the, the balcony. And then we hear, <laughs> all the way, like, zooming around Park. And then see him kind of storming. Uh, come, and he comes in firing. Full Odenkirk. Which oh, it, gets, it gets to a point oh, where yeah. I, like, I'm like, oh, I, I can't. It's, this isn't supposed to be funny when he's like, you did what? Why? Like, <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> well, comes in. whatever. Whenever someone enters the scene and says you did what, I just always imagine like the uh, you know, like that sitcom, like cut to like, you know, like you did what? And it's been ruined forever, like in that Simpsons joke where they do that. It's like you did what? Because <laughs> it's Marge becoming a cop or something. It's like yeah. you did what? It's like it's like I borrowed your nail clipper. What's that? Yeah. No, I was just upset when I, your mother told me she became a cop. That <laughs> has ruined that moment forever for me, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so he is just letting loose, yelling. It can be undone. What about your clients naming specific people? Uh, what about yeah. this person? What about your bro? What about this person? Oh, they need you. They're How can they... Yeah. yeah. What are they going to do without find... you? They're going to find somebody half as good as you? No, they're not. It's impossible. Uh, talks about getting a new place. We'll get a new place. We'll never come back here again. You're going to you're gonna write letters. Uh, we're going to roll this thing back. We'll pull an all-nighter. We'll order some pizza. Order a pizza. <laughs> Make it all better. And... He walks into the bedroom where he sees Kim has been packing, mm-hmm. boxing shit up, really making a lot of progress too. Yeah, she's uh, been busy. Kushball, mm-hmm. she'll have a lot of court today. <laughs> <laughs> she had some free time. Yeah, so walks in. Kim has been packing up, uh, bagging things, moving out. Uh, and you asked me if you were bad for me. No. We are bad for each other. Uh, and he's, you know, don't do this. Uh, and she says, I have had, I've had the time of my life with you. But other people suffer because of us. Separately, we're, we're all right. <laughs> like, yeah, we're okay. We're all right. Uh, but together, we are poison. Ooh. Yeah. Rough. And it's true. It's 100% true. Yeah. Uh, from a viewer perspective. Uh, and it's nice, I guess, that she's finally realizing this, but it's a shame that it took all of yeah, this, the yeah. last five seasons, six seasons, and deaths yeah. to yeah. realize it. Um, and this got me, Some, too. Yeah. I love you. I love you, too. But so what? Yeah. <laughs> that is one of the best lines I think I've heard in a show in forever. Yeah. That is just crushing yeah she joy behard him so what who cares <laughs> I, I love you too so what who cares <laughs> yeah and he, yeah this was on howard and then the moment where he's talking about howard and looking where the body was i thought that was also like pretty yeah. powerful yeah um like he's addressing this ghost dead body talking about how this body is the this body that's not even there that he's the cause of yeah he's why that person is dead is saying that that person is now the cause of his ending relationship his relationship ending and also lalo he was blaming lalo. god damn oh, lalo for sure yeah 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 came back um, from the dead yeah mm-hmm. she admits yeah. that she knew he was alive that mike had told mm-hmm. her that he was still alive and watching them and she didn't want to tell jimmy because she knew that jimmy would try to protect her and they would try to move away and she was having too much fun she didn't want to stop the plan and the plot for their safety essentially yeah and they ended up sacrificing someone else's life and pull the plug on the scam they break up yeah uh and then she just goes right back to packing up we have the screeching sounds of tape so she's she's prepared Mm-hmm. Bear, you know, so was the last thought take for the boxes, but she's got it covered. Yeah, she's, got she's got it. it. And she had a lot of time today. <laughs> a lot of time went right from the court arguing with uh Ari Gross mm-hmm. and uh went picked went right up some boxes, some tape, Walgreens. Yep, yeah. a sharpie to write what everything is on the box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I see Kim probably going to somewhere and buying boxes and not like going to like supermarkets. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. She seems like the type who would just buy the boxes and go, I'm not, 
Let's I don't got time for this. Yeah, um, playing around. Yeah. Store to store. Yeah. Uh, I moved a lot in my in my day over the over the years, and I worked for Best Buy for a, probably like 15 years between Philadelphia, Indianapolis, Chicago. Uh, and each time I moved, I'll tell you, the best boxes were always PlayStation boxes. Mm. Huh. They, they, they were super they gotta, strong. Yeah, Sony did strong. not spare any expense when it came to shipping PlayStations. Yeah. Multi-corrugated boxes. They were perfect for moving. All right. Uh, then we cut forward in time. How Amazing. far? significant well, it seems like it's well, almost breaking bad era to me yeah, yeah it's yeah it's very close to it if not in where we see him in breaking in breaking bad yeah yeah that is a full jump it is a big, big jump. jump big jump uh so we're waking up in a new place which is his place uh with the any way you want it on the alarm uh talking and it's just a lot of him going over business just kind of going through his through his day uh, and several almost, different angles of bob odenkirk's butt like there's you know, from, <laughs> yeah. the mirror, from the side yeah. a lot of focus there was a lot of different butt shots which yeah. i very much appreciated but mm -hmm. odenkirk i also saw that it said nudity and i said oh we're gonna see bob odenkirk's butt again <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing that i thought after all those butt shots like butt shot butt shot from all those different angles that it cuts to him in the shower <laughs> with the no butt that you couldn't see the you couldn't mm -hmm. see everything but the butt yeah <laughs> but the butt yeah, and they knew that's what we wanted. Yeah. We wanted more yeah. butt. That was a fun everything. Yeah. That was a fun editing for the butt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's pretty much just mirroring a little bit of what the beginning was, but different era, different person. Yeah. Kind yeah. of. Um, and he's not looking great. I mean, he's look. He, they actually did a pretty good job of making him look like how he looks. Yeah, bad. I felt. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like there was that ridiculous comb over scene. Yeah, yeah. the hair. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially. Mm -hmm. And I like the little reveal that he has been on the phone with Francesca this entire time. Mm -hmm. That <laughs> like he gets there and then she just turns off the phone and <laughs> yeah. like that was very funny to me because like, I don't know who I thought he was on the phone with, but it was just fun to see that. Yeah, that's one thing I I did get is I assumed it was Francesca just because of he's talking about lining up different cases and things yeah, like yeah. things like mm -hmm. that the public masturbator oh another one <laughs> i guess everybody's doing it now <laughs> yeah um he has that woman that's st staying with him uh and he's, he's got a big platter of uh breakfast bars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 breakfast yeah take one um uses the was she, was she staying with him or was she just i think she was working yeah she was okay. Yes, yeah. she was because yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like she picked up money. Yeah, she picked and up then the um, yeah. Green bar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes. Uh, and he talks about a big accident, the fiery fiasco in the forty, and using one of his previous clients that works at the hospital to get the names of all the victims so he can contact them and you know get some more work. Uh, so we're in full saw. Yes, yeah. full saw. Within, Jimmy's gone. Yeah. Jimmy's gone. This is all Saul. All Saul. They're yeah. they're him him listening to a, his his ad on the radio. He stops in, the conversation. Listen to this. In mono. It's in mono. Monoral. <laughs> yeah. The Beatles. Yeah. Forget it. I sound like I'm in a well. Yeah. Uh, and we go to the office. We see the Statue of Liberty is in place once again, signifying that this is a big time jump, and that you know the era that we are. Uh, about in uh, he puts that handicap tag up mm -hmm. uh, arrived at the office which is very full goes in that sign it's got the better call Saul sign up now it's no longer that fancy classy sign that we saw at the beginning of the episode that was mm -hmm. being yeah. installed there yep uh, and goes in sits at his desk takes a sip out of his uh, world's best lawyer mug is that what it said mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Cracks his knuckles. Lawyer is what I would do. Yes. Yeah. You think you're the number one lawyer? <laughs> Mandelbaum. Yeah. Mm. And cracks cracks his knuckles and gets on the horn with uh, Francesca. Let justice be done till the heavens fall. <laughs> so great. Yeah. That's it. Uh, I, it's such a great, and especially because like, 
when you watched Breaking Bad so many years ago, Saul comes on screen and he's very Lionel Hutz. He's very like, oh, he's a sleazy lawyer kind of thing. And now we're finally at the moment where he's fully become Saul. And all you can think is just, this is the saddest, most pathetic thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel, so first I didn't really enjoy as much as I feel like I should have the Kim and Jimmy conversation. And I'm not sure exactly why. I don't know if it's so to me out of character for her to be, give up her law degree. I see her leaving him, but I don't see her giving up her law degree because that was the one thing that kept her grounded in doing good. Mm -hmm. And she was doing so much good that it seems odd for me that she would do that. And Mm -hmm. then the whole conversation, like I felt like I should have felt more, like I should have been more devastated. And I just felt like, oh, I'm just watching this thing. And that sort of bothered me. Like it disappointed me that like, I felt like the writers just didn't do enough to make me feel something. And then I feel like the jump was a bit much like this. She just left him. And then that's, and then, oh, well, that's where he is. And then how does he have all of this money? Because we were like, we, it was hinting at like a friend of the cartel. And like, that's kind of where we feel like he's got like these weird connections in Breaking Bad. And we never really solidified any of those connections. Well, and I it, assumed, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just assumed he took all of the Sandpiper money. Oh, oh right. 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 I forgot about the Sandpiper <laughs> right. money. That actually makes more sense. That's how we got sense. to where we That's are. probably how he got the house. That makes more sense. But it just feels like it was just this convenient jump. And I feel like there's a lot more to me. I needed more for him to become who he became and just, oh, she's leaving because it's better for both of us. Bye. And now he's boom. Because I don't think we're coming back to this timeline. No, I feel like we're out of this timeline. Everything has like a button on it. So there's just something that was missing in this episode. It was abrupt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it didn't feel satisfyingly abrupt. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And especially for an episode that was an hour and 20 minutes, I felt like I didn't get what I needed to get. Yeah. Or whatever. It was over the time, but I didn't, it felt like it needed more or something. I don't know. So that was my take on this whole thing. I'm there with you. And uh, yeah, I was not satisfied with, I liked it. I enjoyed it, but I was not satisfied with that, uh, with that breakup. Yeah. Um, I wanted, because not only did the that storyline end abruptly, but the argument ended abruptly, and the yeah. breakup itself ended abruptly, and then we crashed out of that that timeline, as you said. Um, so it's and yeah, I, I don't know. Are we going back to it, or are we not going back to it? it doesn't seem know. like it. I don't. Think it we felt are. like because especially the Gus and the Mike stuff felt very like that's yeah. it for now, mm-hmm. and this felt like they were trying to make it that's it for now but it didn't feel right like it almost felt like you know like how in this is us where they're like here's the part you're supposed to cry but i'm like but no you're just trying to make me like you're not doing the work that needs for me you know that i need to feel that don't just try to force me to feel something does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah 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 i i I, I completely get that. Uh, I, I feel like for Kim, I, I kind of think I kind of I'm landing on the side of I think I agree that it's a little bit rushed. The only thing I'll say about her law degree is I feel like it kind of sort of it makes sense to me, I guess, in the sense of Kim was throwing so much into look at the good I'm doing. And because she went down the bad road of, you know, harassing Howard leading to his death, I think Kim has a very kind of all or nothing kind of personality basically. And I feel like to her, it just screams that this entire thing was just a miscalculation. Mm. Um, so I don't know. Does it also read like kind of tidying up loose ends because just like, that's it. It's time to, uh, you know, it's time to go into breaking bad basically, you know, like the, the, does, does it feel a little bit abrupt? Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. a little bit like a, Okay, in episode nine, we got to get this done. Episode 10, we got to get this yeah. done. So if we're not out of this by episode nine, then we can't get on to it. Did, it did feel intentionally abrupt just like, because of the way it was written into the arc. 
bullet pointy yeah. or, or index cardy, uh, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I, maybe, I, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, maybe it's abrupt because they are maybe not going back to Kim in that timeline so much as maybe in the Gene timeline. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, and maybe there's no way. a little bit yeah. more there. Mm-hmm. I'm not no as confident as I was mm-hmm. earlier in the season. I, oh, really? I'm also not confident. Really? I don't think we're oh. going to see Kim again in that. Mm-hmm. I don't, I think she's in- done. Because really? I feel like she would, oh. yeah, I think she would just huh? leave and never contact him again. I don't know. I think we might see, I think we might see Kim in the future. I don't know if Gus, oh wait, what's a uh, Gene, Gene, <laughs> the Cinnabon machine is going to see Kim in the future. Uh, there is, as we mentioned a few episodes ago, uh, a big guest star that we're, we haven't seen yet. Yeah. True. And if we're gonna, if we're ever speculating about what role that person might be in any of these people's lives, uh, my guess would be maybe Kim's mother, because mm-hmm. she's. Yeah. I'm guessing she's gonna go back to the situation she came from in Omaha. I'm sorry, not Omaha, in Kansas Kim, City. Yeah, I think it was Kansas. Yeah. Um, which was that her drunk? I mean, the last we saw her was her drunk mother telling her to, to walk home from well we saw her with the no we saw her with the earrings oh the earrings right earrings Earrings. but anyway this is just speculation uh what i was going to say was that uh i think the way that i saw kim's because i had a problem at first with kim saying i'm not a lawyer anymore i'm like what how do you how is that a solution to any of the problems that you currently have but i thought about it i think I can see it as her punishing herself. Yeah. And that's the only explanation I can come up with. Yeah. There's a lot of self-loathing there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a hair shirt situation. I don't know. Uh, yeah. It, she was able to do a fair amount of the things that she did, bad things that she did over the course of her career because of the fact that she was a lawyer. Yes. Uh, so I think, yeah, there's some punishment, but and but recognition also, like, that was something that allowed her to harm other people. Morally justify it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I hope we see her again. Kind of want us to revisit the timeline we were in, but, we'll, you know, we'll say yeah. we got four episodes left. Four episodes four left. Episodes. Four episodes left. <laughs> Let's hit those winners oh, and right. losers. Oh, and right. Will- Call it a night. Let's start with the losers. Michael. Oh. Uh, everybody <laughs> lost here, guys. I mean, yeah. This is a yeah. big episode. Shock full of losers. That's down too. Everybody. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go off the wall. I'm going to go with Francesca because, like, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it sounds like, I don't, I don't know, like, like, there's so much pain with Jimmy, basically. Like, that the way, I, I'm sure if you work with Jimmy, it becomes so obvious how he's kind of refusing to talk about you know any of this and his problems all that kind of stuff and all i can think is for francesca yeah a job's a job but it sounds like taking a bus ride that never ends with someone that you don't want to be with (laughs) yep 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 sam i'm gonna say david because he really was (laughs) excited to see gus Mm -hmm. excited to show him that wine and really thought this was going to be the time yeah just he came back to an empty chair bummer yeah. man and no money relationship yeah i have to wonder about that relationship because obviously it's very it's you see the longing on gus's side mm-hmm. but is this guy just a a superb sommelier that he you know he tells the story or does he have I a don't know. like he has i mean we've all worked in retail at some point in our lives and you have like the regular customers like oh i have i'm happy to see so and so the way he said that thing about that one bottle of wine saying oh i i want to know when you have that mm-hmm. special yeah. occasion that i that's think that's not the way i heard it i heard mm-hmm. it the opposite mm-hmm. way oh, i heard oh. gus saying hinting at uh, I'm going to have a special occasion. I'm saving it for a special occasion. And in parentheses, I want it to be you. Uh, and then David coming back and saying, I can't wait to hear about your special occasion. Oh, no, I read it different. I thought that was yeah. very cute. Hmm. I mean, it was certainly cute. Like I said, that was the short. <laughs> nah, I think David so really likes him. Short, I think David short. likes him. Yeah. Well, one way to find out. Wait, there's no way to find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Brian? 
I literally wrote down everyone. I wrote loser for uh, colon everyone. I yeah. don't, <laughs> I can't pick anyone. I don't know. They all yeah. are in a pretty lousy spot. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, I'm going to go with, eh, this could kind of go either way, but I'm going to go with as a loser, Nacho's dad mm-hmm. um, for getting the news that his son is dead, that he will not see a body, mm-hmm. uh, that he was involved with a bad, bad crowd, which, you know, wasn't news to him, um, and that there's somebody out there or people out there that are going to cause more harm in the name of his, Mm. uh, of his son, which he clearly is not on board with. Yeah. Uh, And winners, Brian. So my winner, I feel like the only winner I saw in this whole thing from my perspective was that was a main character uh, is Don Eladio. Don Eladio's he's doing all right. He got to put Hector in his place and make him go away uh, to bed. He put him to bed. He literally put him to bed. Uh, he's he's content with how the Lalo uh, conversation ended. He got an answer. Whether it was true or not, he's fine. All right, cool. Let's move on, make money, do do, do crime. Let's make money, do crime. <laughs> Let's do crime. Yeah. Let's do crime, make money. Yep, yeah. yep, yeah. yeah. same. I'm going to pick not a main character, as I always do, Brett at the uh, wine place. <laughs> yeah. She got a $100 tip for hardly yeah. doing anything. She didn't even open those right? bottles for him. <laughs> it's already open. The both bottles were both open. Yeah. 100 bucks. <laughs> what a night. And not many non-males uh, named Brett. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So also yeah. a win. That would have been a perfect uh, Brett Paisel cameo from Mr. Show. Uh, or Brett Butler. Or yeah, Brett right. Butler. Brett <laughs> <laughs> Butler. Brace uh, And Michael. Who uh, is your uh, this is all uh, relative because uh, there are no winners in this episode. Um, but I, I'm going to give a special shout out to Schweikert. One, because <laughs> I enjoyed seeing, seeing him again. And also, like, he's the only character on screen who I think is kind of only tangentially related to everything that's going on. So he has the luxury of being able to kind of hang back and like, even like, you know, and and share the information about the downsizing and the rebranding and all that kind of stuff. And even throw in his two cents, you know, like you see the look on his face, just like, I don't like that, you know, and and work for partners. (laughs) Yes. Something like that. Um, And uh, I really appreciated that. uh, Yeah. Good for him that he's got so little going on that. (laughs) Good for him that he's got no drama, you know? Oh, good for you. Yeah, that's a a good choice. I like uh, the the guy at the funeral gossing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Dishing tea and hot goss. Yeah. Getting trashed. Fun fun role. Like, look, this is the reason I came, you know? (laughs) Uh, Look who's crying over there. My winner, uh, oddly enough, is uh, grouped. Schweiker is in the group, and that is Davis and Maine, Schweikert's firm, uh, and any other of the law firms that we've seen tank go with uh, HHM um, over the the course of this show that are now going to reap the benefits of them downsizing and becoming that Bruckner Partners. <laughs> yeah. oh, terrible so gonna be name. Doing all right. Getting some new biz. Molin. Molins. Molin Springs. That's no, <laughs> terrible. All right. Uh, that is it. Any final thoughts? Only four more episodes. <laughs> all right, then. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Michael. And thank you all for listening. Bye. Hey, set that chat. Set that chat.